and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. My name is Nathaniel Washburn, back with another episode for you, coming to you from the Amplify studio here in our main library in lovely downtown Peoria, right on the campus. And of course, I'm back with more information and wonderful guests to give you all the information you need to know so you know what's going on in Peoria. We have tons of things going on. I want to start by introducing our two guests that we have in studio. I want to introduce Jason Marmon and Walter Scholes. Uh, Jason, you are the uh, U.S. Energy Director. Yeah, so U.S. Energy, we're a social impact nonprofit, and we're co-organizing the Southwest Film Expo. Right on. How are you doing today? Excellent. Excellent. We were just at the Peoria Center earlier, checking it out. Very cool. Well, thanks for coming down and joining us. And Walter, how are you doing today? Doing great. I love this place. Oh, Beautiful library. And Walter, you're with 3500 Kelvin Studio, and you are a, a supervisor of the visual... Special effects, is that correct? Visual effects specifically. Wow, that's going to be cool. We'll try to dive into that a little bit if we can as well. Mm -hmm. So Jason and Walter are here to talk about the uh, Southwest Film Expo that is going to be going on over at the PCPA. So we're going to dive into that. But before I get into that, as always, I want to make sure you know what's going on uh, around Peoria so that you can make sure you get signed up and, and get ready for all the events, starting with... If you can believe it or not, it's time for swim lessons. And the first spring swim lessons start up March 27th. So make sure you get over to uh, the aquatics at peoriaaz.gov. That's their their email. And sign up to get registered to make sure you can get your children or yourself in for swim lessons. Extremely important. You can also call 623-773-7137 for more information on that. Make sure you get registered for those swim lessons. All right. Also going on right now over at uh, the PCPA, speaking of the uh, Performing Arts Center, we have TheaterWorks' Shakespeare's Land of the Dead, and that is going on starting March 31st, Friday, March 31st. First, all the way through April 23rd. This is all about a zombie attack. So it's a little bit off the beaten path, but if you were somebody who liked uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer, or, you know, Pride and Prejudice zombies, this might be right up your alley. And this starts on March 31st and goes through April. So if zombies are your thing, get over to see Shakespeare's Land of the Dead. Should be pretty cool. And the last thing I want to talk about, uh, I mentioned this in the last week at the, uh, in the podcast, but our 47th annual Dolly Sanchez Easter celebration is coming up, and that is uh, Saturday, April 8th. So Easter's right around the corner. This is a great uh, great event. has been going on, like I said, for 47 years. Uh, I'll have more information on this in the future podcast, but this is a really, really cool event that happens at the Peoria Sports Complex. It's going from 8 a.m. to noon. There is going to be uh, tons of things. There's going to be the Dino Crew is going to be out there. Love those. Uh, those Dino. The Dino Crew is great. Uh, there's going to be opt- obstacle courses, inflatables, food, beverage, green screen entertainment. Uh, there's going to be a sensory room as well there's tons of things going on make sure that you get out there april 8th for this celebration for the 47th annual dolly sanchez easter event 
So with that, we're going to shift gears over to the interview portion of the podcast. I'm going to bring Jason and Walter back in. I want to start with uh, you guys just telling our listeners a little bit about yourself. So Jason, I'll start with you. Um, what? Tell us a little bit about yourself, your connection to Peoria and, and how you ended up here. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll try to make a long story short. Um, I'm originally from North Dakota. Oh, right and, on. I uh, got my undergrad at Northern Arizona University. And um, my roommate and one of my best friends is Adam Carlat. Oh, okay. And, and, right. and so former mayor. Right, yeah. You know, the, the mayor's son. The former yeah. mayor's son. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and so uh, that's how I really got to know Peoria, honestly, when we were going to NAU but now it's over a decade ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I'd come down and visit the family, hang out here, and then started doing events after that. And, um, you know, we, we were looking to anticipate the Arizona Motion Picture Production Program. So okay. the, the state's new tax incentive. And when we're looking at cities in, in the greater Phoenix area... We we're like, okay, well, who do, who do we know? Who, who, who would want this? <laughs> it's always about who you know, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and who would be excited about it? And I think Peoria is really a community-focused town, and that's, that's, that's kind of what we were looking for. It's like, okay, if we're going to do this for years and years to come, right. it's like, oh, okay, where can we find a home you Very know, for, cool. for it? And so um, Adam is like, hey, you should consider Peoria. We're, we're, you know, we're all from here. And so uh, it ended up working out. Um, we ended up. Uh, partnering with the city, you know, the, the Peoria Arts mm -hmm. Group, and now we're here. Right on. Very, very cool. Thank you for that. Walter, let's uh, let's let you get a chance to introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and being, you know, you talked about the visual effects. Uh, how did you end up there? What's your journey? My journey is very, very long. Uh, <laughs> originally from Argentina, joined the Air Force, became a pilot when I was 19, 20 years old, oh, wow. which is all about physics you know, uh, trigonometry, algebra, there's a lot of the technical side of things. But in between that, I was always a musician. So that brought me into Hollywood, became a musician very early in life. And I worked in Hollywood as a um, sessionist, guitar player oh, okay. for, for seven years and struggling through all of that industry as it was going down. But it was, I got some really great experience and especially being in the core, you know, the Hollywood area. Oh yeah. Where 20 million people trying to do the same thing I was <laughs> trying to do. So wrong place to try to do that anyway. Well, you know, you got to try though, Walter. <laughs> you got to give it a try. You never know. But uh, I, I wanted to switch careers at that point in my life and went to see Jurassic Park. And I'm like, this is art and technical at the same time. It was totally new. And uh, I found out that I, I was just a few miles away from the only place in the West Coast teaching 3D animation at the time. And that was Art Center, College of Design oh, wow. okay. in Pasadena. And um, I um, I started taking you know classes there. And within a couple of years, I made the transition to visual effects. But I realized recently that when, when Jurassic Park was still playing in the theater, September 93, I was taking my first steps in creating 3D art. Wow. I've been in the industry for 30 years. And then um, 10, 12 years of commercials and mid-range projects until I finally hit the big time. I came into the first three Pirates of the Caribbean as a lead CG artist. Wow. And then from there, it just went up. You know, I went to, I, I specialized in many disciplines. Started as a modeler, always wanted to be a character animator. Once I did that, I found it quite boring. I <laughs> gravitated to rigging, which is the internal structure that handles, uh, you know, the 
the muscles and the deformation of every 3D model. Uh, so that I found that to be more challenging, but still keeping up all the other skills. That brought me into motion capture, which is you know electronically targeting motion of people sure. that you can map into a character, animated character. Um, and then I did, um, uh, you know, I got into artificial intelligence in 2007 oh, wow. and I learned um, creating digital crowds. So I did Hereafter, which is a movie with Matt Damon. We got a first Oscar nomination there. Immediately after that, transition into doing all the crowds in the station for Hugo, oh, Scorsese's okay. yeah. movie. We got the Oscar for that. And then um, went on to ILM, became a creature developer. So I worked with um, Transformers, you know, creating all the robotic deformations and destroying things mostly. <laughs> then into the, uh, the first Avengers, Oh wow! Uh, okay. Where I worked on very very intricate things, uh, skin deformation, muscle jiggling for the Hulk, ripping cloth, cloth, uh, all those developments that are highly technical. Not programming. I mean, programming <laughs> is a thing, but there is an artistic approach to all those things. You know? Sure. And then continued on with that. More recently, I just tell you what I did more recently. On-set supervision, I've been doing on-set supervision for 17 years now, so it's a little bit of both, in-studio work and also on the set. Mm -hmm. um, I was the on-set supervisor for Roland Emmerich, who did, obviously, Independence Day, yeah. but I was the on-set supervisor for Midway uh, in Canada oh, wow. for yeah. him, okay. and that was a boot camp. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> more recently, uh, worked on um, Godzilla versus Kong, did all the crowds for that, did all the crowds for the very last episode of the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh, got nice. A, got an Emmy for that. Yeah. Um, and then um, the, the last uh, thing I did was uh, Love, Death, and Robots. I did the uh, Giant on the Beach episode. Okay. And also got an Emmy for that. So wow. it's been 30 years. Yeah. But during the pandemic, during the pandemic, I realized I was wasting 16 hours a week to 18 hours a week driving 20 miles from my home to the studio. Mm -hmm. And that was a full waking day that I was losing. Yeah. And I needed a change, and I moved to Arizona. And within a week, I um, found out that there was there were people sitting on LED panels for obviously two years, no sh no live shows, mm -hmm. and we decided to join forces, and we became thirty five hundred studios. You know, wow, mm -hmm. what a story! That's quite amazing. Well, I, Walter blowing me away with all this stuff he does. Right, Jason's crazy. Well, that's why we bring Walter. <laughs> He's star of the show here he, he is he's got the <laughs> stories he's got the background he's pretty crazy so how did you guys get connected then jason what, what how did you and walter get connected so that that's what i say about this event you know the southwest film expo is really our, our goal is relationship building mm -hmm. and finding out who the movers and shakers were in arizona because when you look at the arizona film ecosystem it's it's kind of siloed you know kind of people and some people in tucson some people in phoenix some people kind of scattered throughout northern arizona okay. and with this film tax incentive coming up the workforce was the big issue you know it's like okay well we we may not necessarily be able to take these big projects in if hbo or you know some of these big streamers come and say hey we'd like to shoot this right and you know talking to uh the arizona film commissioner he gave me some pointers on what kind of event to put on and so going to the production route, the VFX route, you know, the roads led to 3,500 Calvin. Okay. All right. Interesting. So let's, 
then tell us a little bit about the Southwest Film Expo. What is it? What can what can people expect? What, tell us all about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, yeah, I feel like I got to expand my background story a little bit to try to. You got to you got to compete you know, with Walter over yeah, here. Is that that's, what you that's, do? that's too difficult. But you know, I started with um, concert productions. You know, being in in North Dakota, working with artists like Travis Tritt, Charlie Daniels. Clint Black, guys like that. Oh, wow, nice. You know, and then just, you know, community funding those through sponsorships and just just for stuff to do because I come from an oil and gas region. Okay. You know, and there was all work, no play. And I was like, well, we need to have some more fun around here. (laughs) And so I started doing events in 2014. Um, Events have really led me kind of all over the the nation. And recently I was in Europe last uh, in December or end, end November of last year. Uh, speaking at a conference, you know, kind of on a, a different um, topic other than film, but in in sustainability and energy systems. And so we were like, okay, if we're going to design an event that kind of combines film, social impact, you know, sustainability, these things, where do we start? And that's where the Southwest Film Expo okay, kind of comes okay. up. All and, right. And my father is, um, you know, one of the other lead uh, organizers. Okay. And uh, Dr. Roland Marmon. Uh, he's got his PhD from U of A in indigenous studies. He's a tribal member, you know, so wow. it, it just kind of, what, what a great God. story. Unbelievable. That's, that's very cool. And so what is going to be happening then uh, over at the PCPA? What, what can people expect over the, the performing arts center? Well, you know, we got Walter as one of the keynotes and he's going to be kind of going through his career, Okay, you know, of saying, okay, how do you, you know, <laughs> go from here? How do you be on these big movies? You know, from working to Hulk ripping out his shirt right. on, you know, Avengers to Hugo to Midway. So I cool. Mean, and then we have um, we have three different panels. You know, one's a um, a, a film festival panel because I, I, I would hesitate to say that we're a film festival. Okay. You know, because, right. because we're more of like, okay, we need to organize. We need to bring some order to the film industry. In, in Arizona specifically, sure. And how do we do? How do we do that? And from our standpoint, and you're not doing that through necessarily showing films. You're doing that through talking. You're talking. doing that through conversation, communication, yeah. and panels, which I think is really really cool because it it's not your typical hey here's a, a, a film. Which I love. You know, film festivals are great, and yeah. they 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 give young filmmakers an opportunity but this is a different type of of event because you're really communicating and talking with people who may be interested in this so it's 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 really cool more of a conference um style uh setup like to where we want to talk about opportunities you know young young all people i guess i want to talk about opportunities and incentives Mm -hmm. it's like how do we get projects done okay where's the opportunities and where's the incentives and that's um, in in my grad program. I'm a, I'm in the innovation and venture development program. Okay. So we're focused on scaling things, and this would be one of the prototypes that we'll be working on scaling up, bringing in more stakeholders. You know, trying to find ways to have a dynamic, burgeoning uh, Arizona film ecosystem that is kind of grassroots, kind of rebuilt right. in in um, in. You know, Walter can really attest to, to Hollywood and how their culture is. We don't necessarily want, we want to take the good things about Hollywood and <laughs> maybe kind of leave. Well, you know, and, and Hollywood is great, but as Walter probably could could tell us all, it's like you said, Jason's got good, it's got bad, but um, the one thing it's got is 
talent, right? It's got a lot of people who know what they're doing. Um, and you do want to tap into those people's, the Walters of the world to be able to say, Hey, I'm really interested in this. I want to learn how to do this. How do I do it? So, um, can, now what's the, how does, how do people attend this? What, what is the, is there, what's the dates? Give us all that yeah. information yeah. too. Yeah. So theater works. If you just go to theater works, uh, Southwest film expo, um, dot com, and you know it's we actually we have a partnership with city of peoria so if you use discount code promo code peoria okay you'll get 50 percent off the ticket nice and april 6th april 6th april 6th from 10 to 7 okay so all day long april 6th you go on on the website theater works website get get all the information there and use the promo code say that one more time peoria peoria so it's simple promo code Peoria, yep. uh, and then you can get a discount on the tickets. And this is an all-day event, so very, very uh, worth it, right? Worth the money to get out there uh, and worth your time, it sounds like it for sure. Yeah, and especially if people have an interest, whether it's arts, whether it's film, whether it's, you know, impact or community, right. you know, we want it to be an open platform where we can discuss these opportunities and the incentives and try to give a, a, a framework or a pathway for people to get involved. Very cool. So on that, tell us a little bit, a little bit about the Arizona motion picture production program. What does that do for Arizona then? You know, I, I think uh, Walter might be a, a little bit better from the studio standpoint, okay. you know, so it's, it's really a, a tax incentive, you know, for productions, for filmmakers and for studios you know, so the state is motivating, you know, us filmmakers and us studios to not only have the, the infrastructure and the facilities, but actually to think and produce and create and distribute, you know, uh, film and, and documentaries here in the state. So, Walter, let me ask you then, because you come from this world, is, is, is this program, do you think this is going to be a good thing for Arizona? Do you think this is going to draw people to come here to make those films? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because we are pretty much at the same level as everyone else out there. The, the incentives, and we've been working very close with Matthew Earl Jones. When I say we, I'm talking about the 3500 Kelvin the, the whole, studio. Yeah, the studio. Um, and I wanted to talk about my two partners because they make it possible. Okay. And they are just amazing. Um, you think... Uh, I have experienced these guys <laughs> like Mac Jeffries. Uh, he's been in the in the live show industry, leapfrogging LED you know stages all around the world for twenty plus years. Wow. He has worked. Uh, he was sixteen years the the stage manager for Andrea Bocelli and everyone else on the list. Uh, so he he can assemble a wall less than anybody can imagine they can and uh, intricate things, intricate systems. So he he basically knows everything that I don't know about <laughs> the other part of the technology, sure. right? Uh, so we are like a yin and yang. We really complement uh, our knowledge. And we have the same approach, which is creating in Arizona an ecosystem for where uh, we want to incentivate, uh, you know, bring those incentives for other studios to also mm-hmm. come up and not work in a competitive way like it has been right. in most places and Hollywood too. You yeah. Know, but yeah. Uh, they have bigger pockets so they can fight with bigger weapons. Of course. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> but, of course. Yeah. But uh, things are changing a lot in Hollywood for a long time. We're closer than Vancouver, we're closer than Atlanta, and. Um, you know, the numbers have been shifting a little bit on the incentive, but they're starting, I think they're coming out on the 23rd uh, of April uh, or, or March, actually. Okay. And um, they're talking about $75 million for 2023 wow. with uh, about 38% uh, 
you know, um, cash back. And then the next year, the 2024 will be up to 125 million, which is the same as Vancouver, Atlanta, and most of the centers, you know, for movie making. And Arizona then is really getting competitive in the film industry and what they're trying to do and draw people, draw companies here, draw studios here, draw the talent here, right? In order to, to make this a hot spot for filmmaking which yes. I think is really, really cool. And you guys are at the ground level of this happening. So it's it's a really, really cool thing. So um, as far as the uh, the film expo is concerned, you talked a little bit about, Jason, you talked about your history in Peoria. Let me ask, I'm gonna start with you on this one, Walter. Why is Peoria a good fit? I mean, is, is Peoria a good fit? Is this a good place to start? It's a small, smaller city comparatively, uh, but I think a very well-run city. PCPA is great, there's great facilities here. Why Peoria? I think uh, Peoria was obviously chosen by the, the Film Expo, but the idea is to find a, a place that is focused on community and uh, you know where a lot of obviously tribal um, you know uh, members can yeah. come in and uh, we are trying to uh, distribute the the industry to every community um, I, I do understand there are some uh, tribes that are trying to make movies produce movies mm-hmm. and we are here to help that that's uh, so cool. because we're a movie studio and we are actually the only compliant movie studio that fits all the requirements of the incentive oh okay uh, there's a couple of other major companies which i'm not going to mention from hollywood <laughs> that already have their you know acreage uh, reserved and they're going to start building but for the next couple of years we're going to be pretty much the only movie studio 3500 kelvin's where it's at yes. so that's mm-hmm. that's where you got to go yes. that's where you got to go so you know jason from your aspect why do you think Peoria is a great place to kind of kick this off to start this? You know, um, it kind of goes back to the community aspect. But if you think of uh, infrastructure wise, like like even this library, you know, is, mm-hmm. is a great example of how nice things are run. You know, things are orderly. You know, people, <laughs> people can people are, um, you know, easy to reach, you know, easy to talk to. And I haven't had. You know, a whole lot of trouble, you know, getting things moving along, I guess sure. you could say. And in some communities, that's very difficult. It, it, it can be for sure. And I know that's something that uh, our our, our um, new leadership yeah. um, and combined with uh, past leadership has really yeah. tried to work on is cutting some of that red tape, right? Making, making yeah. it easy to run a business, operate a business. Um, one of the things I try to focus on with this podcast is local businesses, you know, the smaller businesses that really need assistance because they're going up against large studios. You kind of touched a little bit on that, Walter. It's it Hollywood's a, a tough business, right? I mean, there's a lot of people with deep pockets and that's, that's the same anywhere you go, depending on the industry you're in. And we have a lot of small local business owners who, who come on the show to talk about what they're doing. And they like Peoria for that reason too, because they, they the leadership is really working to make it easier to, to connect with these people and for them to be able to, to do their business. So I, I would agree with you that Peoria, I think is a great place for that. I think the leadership is outstanding and I do think we're headed in the right direction. And of course the, the Peoria center for the performing arts is a great facility for an expo like this. So definitely, definitely uh, I, I agree with you. It's, it's a cool choice, you know, especially for a, a first year and then meeting, you know, with the, you know, kind of the administrators over there saying, hey, can let's let's do this for five years and, and see what we can build. And when you think of how dynamic, you know, or how um, 
big the 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 city is. You right. Know, when you got Lake Pleasant out there, yep. I was just there this morning, and they're setting up for uh, a festival. You know, this weekend, and thinking of how cool that you know that that ecosystem is out there that is you know totally different from the city here yeah you wouldn't even realize that lake pleasant was there it's crazy right you drive 20 25 minutes and you're it's almost like you're in a different world really yeah. and 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 in one that's just you know bustling especially we're just going to start bustling real quick here in the next few weeks when it starts to to you know warm up it's non-stop there all the way through september october and even in the colder months people are out there doing their thing too so yeah you're totally right about lake pleasant and peoria in general right it's just a it really is a great place to live work and the community is outstanding so i agree with you walter i want to ask you a question you've talked a little bit about 3500 kelvin and its importance where do you see you you had mentioned you know you're the only studio right now that's kind of the turnkey but where do you see your studio fitting in over the next three to five years as as this starts to kind of i it sounds like it's picking up a lot of steam yes and we're gonna you're gonna have some competition where do you see you're at the ground floor so where do you see your studio playing a role the idea for us is to really um tap into talent because talent happens anywhere and in the old days there was no YouTube when I started. There was not <laughs> even computers out there other than those specialized ones. So everything you knew, you knew from somebody you, that told you about it. But now uh, g- younger generations can tap into anything. They can become amazing animators just from YouTube tutorials. I've sure. seen this happen. So now uh, a great movie can be made anywhere. You know, you just have to know how to elevate that vision. And the idea is to exactly motivate from the ground up. We're more focused now than ever into an outreach program, going to the universities, talking to the film students, showing them how it works, what what I do on set, what I do in a post-production studio, the complicated uh, tools that we mm-hmm. we're using now are becoming simpler to use and a the you know ai is also taken over oh, the world yeah it's, it's going a, to right so it, it will disrupt <laughs> it will disrupt some right. of the careers out there sure but uh, it's a it's part of evolution and it's going to disrupt a lot of industries it already is we've already started to see that but i i you know, I'm one of those people that I, I try to be as positive as, as possible, and I think that the sky's the limit with with AI and what you can do with it. And I like what you said is that you got to do that outreach. You got to get out to the people that want to want to make these films, that want to be a part of this industry. And before it might have been a little difficult because it was far away because. Hollywood is extremely intimidating, right? It's a, I mean, you work there, Walter. It's an intimidating place to to, to try to break in. Um, Arizona, maybe maybe not so much, right? Arizona Absolutely. may be a better place for people to yes. start their careers without having some of that intimidation, that intensity that goes with living in California, yeah. you know, paying California, you know, you know, money for housing and things like that. Arizona might be a better opportunity from that ground level, kind of what you're talking about, really starting at that ground level. Yeah, and when you mention is the you know the economy, the economy, yeah, and, and the part of that because we are like a quarter of the value of what any studio there charges for. You know, that's unbelievable. And, and the idea for what I, where I see 3,500 Kelvin Studios in 10 years from now is obviously producing major film and 
creating an ecosystem here. We're pretty much now a hub. Yes. We we even reach out every couple of weeks. We we stop now for a little bit because it's the time of the year when we're quite busy doing other things. Uh, we also do live shows. Um, you know, uh, corporate shows sometimes, that sometimes is what you do in between uh, in-house projects for movies or okay. music videos. But um, now we are uh, trying to bring all that into one place. That is really, really cool. So the, the expo is a great way for people to get a better understanding of what it is you're trying to do what the programs are uh jason you you got this all kind of happened through a grant is that correct yep. there was a grant that was part of it what what was that all about tell me a little bit about the grant that you got yeah the uh peoria community arts grant okay i believe what it's called and you know i, I had we had been talking about this last year in uh, i think it was probably june you know and and you know kind of talking with the department saying hey is is this a, even a possibility because the Peoria Center, you know, it, this was the only date that it had open. In, <laughs> yeah, they're busy. In the spring. They're, they're very busy. You know, they're saying, okay, well, we got one date in the spring, and then we have, you know, maybe a couple dates in the fall. And so I was like, well, this is kind of my own our Kind own of the stars right? aligned then, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. all the stars aligned. You're able yeah. to get the, 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 the grant as well as the, the facility to make this happen. Yeah. So that is really exciting. How, how did we connect? Well, I think... We connected through Matthew, the film commissioner. The film yeah. commissioner, yeah, Matthew okay. Earl Jones, yeah. Okay. And he got you guys connected up to be able to, to make this expo happen then. Yeah, and, and I've met with Matthew on several occasions, and, you know, he has been just such a great advocate. You know, for just Arizona being a hub, yeah, and then having the the hub infrastructure, and so for me, this was a, a way of you know being at that ground level and planting seeds. You know, like that's I that's, love that. that's one of our principles. It's I like love you got to plant seeds, and this is some of the due diligence of of doing that of saying, hey, I'm going to provide a platform for anybody to come talk, just because I want to know you guys. Sure, you know, because I've I would say I'm a content creator, but I'm not a filmmaker, and I would like to become a filmmaker. Sure. You know, so how do you do that? And I've always done uh, initiatives. If I always wanted to get in, involved in something, I would do an event. Ah, uh, uh, yep. And I like it. And so that's the expression of of uh, my desire and my father's desire as an author, screenplay writer, you know, to say, hey, let's let's get involved here. It's yeah. very cool. What a great story. And you guys are, are putting together something quite amazing. Um, I want to say thank you to you guys because I really appreciate um, what you're trying to do. And I love the fact that you, what you've all, you, one of my philosophies in business and in life is building things organically, right? Um, and you've been talking, you've used the word ecosystem quite a bit. And that's how I look at it. You build organically and things will grow on their own. And that's, I, I feel what you guys are trying to do. Um, and so, you know, kudos to you for the, for the hard work to make this happen, Jason and Walter, uh, you know, thanks for sharing some of the information that you did. And I would love to, to get you guys back on, um, you know, later in the year and, and hear more about the projects that you're working on and definitely hear about how the expo went and uh and what next steps you're going to take to make sure that we continue down this path of building this ecosystem here in arizona i think it's very i'm from arizona i am a native and i'm all about building arizona up the right way yes. right keeping cost of living down making sure that we're doing things the right way for our community and that's why i love peoria and that's why i work here and live in peoria because i do believe that's what peoria tries to 
to do is build organically and do what's best for the community. So thank you for bringing this to Peoria. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would just say, I would end with this is that, um, one of the important things that we're trying to do is that relationships piece. And so for Peoria leadership, you know, or whoever are movers and shakers kind of out here, uh, we'd love to connect, you know, love to have conversations about how we can continue being of service if we can support other events, you know, to bring more awareness, more funding, more sponsors, you know, things like that. That's that's where we really start making things happen is when we're collaborating, we're cooperating and, you know, uh, especially having a, a retirement community a little bit. Oh, yeah, that, absolutely. <laughs> that, that intergenerational communication. Right. Is critically important. And that's where that's where I, I see the opportunities being. I was like, hey, how do we connect with these older generations to get them excited mm-hmm. about doing things, trying new things yeah. without you know taking the risk out of it? I love that. I think, and, and again, Peoria is the place to do that because you do have uh, multi-generational um, uh, housing communities all throughout. You know, we have, again, the, Peoria is, is really a hotbed for um, people from different states, people of all age levels. And, and this type of thing, I think, could really grow, could really be something really, really cool in Peoria. So, you know, you, you do. Walter, his stories alone, you know, he, he, he'll definitely get people excited with some of the stories and some of the history you have. Um, because I think a lot of people love film history. They love the art of it um, because not a lot of people know how to do it, especially when it comes to visual effects, right? It's really yeah, cool. And, and the other thing is um, there will be visuals at the Film Expo. Obviously, I'm going to be showing some of the work I've done and specifically explaining um, you know the challenges just a couple of stories so people understand I've been a, a you know as a member of the visual effects society also for for years uh, as a judge of the visual effects awards and now I just became a member of the the television academy for the Emmys. oh all so right congrats on that's awesome thank you yeah, yeah. And kudos to you guys Jason one more time uh, tell the listeners they can go to the theater works website and uh, the the date one more time uh, April 6th you know they can go they can find us on Facebook okay they can find us on LinkedIn Southwest Film Expo um, Peoria works. That's the easiest place. You know, you got to buy your tickets there. Okay. Yeah. At the, know, at the uh, theater works on the, the website. Theater works website. Right. And don't forget to use the promo code promo Peoria, Peoria, 50% off your tickets. So April 6th, make sure you get down to uh, the PCPA to be a part of this. If this is something you're interested in. Uh, so I would love to end on the note to, uh, invite everyone to the film expo also and check out the 3500kelvin.com website and see what we do we do music videos it's not just visual effects okay it also involves traditional production okay and um uh, pretty much whatever is entertainment, live, live shows. So, all right, very cool. So 3500kelvin.com. Make sure you get the we- that to that website. Get over to TheaterWorks website so you can get your tickets for the expo. They could uh, go to our website. I mean, www.usenergy.org okay. is, is our nonprofit website. Okay. You know, and so we have uh, some events in the fall at ASU, you know, but now that I was out of Lake Pleasant this morning, we might have something <laughs> cooking up o- over there too. But the only place to get tickets is, is through TheaterWorks Theater website. So I'll yeah. make sure we're clear on that. The only place to get tickets is through TheaterWorks website um, and then use promo code Peoria for the 50% off. Yep. Uh, there's going to be keynote speakers. You're going to have panels. panels. You're uh, going to have all sorts of stuff. We're going to have a feature. We're going we're gonna to show two shorts that have okay. never... Uh, two shorts that have never been seen before. Oh, wow. You know, so we'll have three showings, one feature, two shorts. Okay. And, and then three panels and 
two keynotes. Love it. And and again, get out there and hear some of these stories from these amazing folks that are going to be out there telling their journey uh, and, and giving you the information you need to uh, get yourself interested and involved in what's happening here. So gentlemen, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for giving us a voice. Of course. Thank you. Appreciate you you being here. Uh, And as always to all the listeners out there, thanks for tuning in Uh, for Walter and Jason. I definitely want to say thanks to these gentlemen for coming in and as always get out there, get involved in what's happening in Peoria. And until next time, this is what's up Peoria. It's a beautiful,